gonna chase my dreams. I'm chasing them, baby. I'm chasing them. I don't know where they're gonna take me, but I hope they're gonna take me somewhere nice. Take me somewhere nice, dream. Running up, running up, running up, running up, running on me. Look at these blessings, these blessings, these blessings, these blessings, these blessings, they rain it on me. Look at my God, I don't chase dreams, I'm on my dream chasing me. I don't work hard, no, I don't work hard at all. Shit just be coming to me. That's my word. I will not work another nine to five. Talk that shit. I, I press me, getting pot right in the eyes. Get in the way of my dreams, you gotta die. Yeah. And if your bitch come round me, use a single guy. And welcome back, baby. Welcome back to Blame the Victim Podcast. I'm your host, JC Best. You bring the problems, we bring the blame. This is the Law of Attraction Podcast for the streets. Y'all know how it go. Man, oh, oh, this is such a special episode. Damn, bro. Look, look, look. Look where we at, man. At the beginning, bro, where the foundation of so many of my dreams started, bro. Broadway Comedy Club. Uh, I'm here today to interview the very, very special, special guest, Dina Marie Martin, the princess of Broadway Comedy Club. Such a dear friend, such a dear friend. We've been through so much, and I'm so happy to have her on. I said my next project, I was going to have her on, and we got her, baby, and uh, we have an amazing, amazing conversation planned, but before that, uh, we want to go ahead and start off with the affirmation of the week. Okay, so in the Bible, I believe it's Romans, you know, I don't believe, be reading the Bible like that no more, you know what I'm saying, but uh, I recall there's a scripture that says, you know, God calls things that are not as they are, well, we just going to switch that, because who's God? Uh, <laughs> you <laughs> who are you praying to somebody you've never seen in the sky before you've never seen you have no concept but you see people every single day you know what i'm saying you look in the mirror every single day you know and you got to live this life okay not an imaginary person you in fact you are that imaginary person they inside you you got anyway we're gonna go ahead and switch that up and the affirmation of the week is i call things that are not seen as though they were and then the unseen becomes seen, baby. That's a mouthful. Let's say it again. I call things that are not seen as though they were seen. And the unseen becomes seen. That's a bar, bro. That's a bar, man. It's like, why are you here, bro? Like, honestly, what are you doing with your life? You know what I mean? You got to believe that you want a certain result or you want a certain thing that you've been thinking about, that you've been feeling, that you've been imagining your whole life. And you just got to call it. That's what it is. And when you claim it, when you like really stake it and believe it and expect it, then that unseen thing that you called out will become reality, baby. That's how this thing goes. That's how this thing goes. And, you know, I'm, I'm going to keep it a buck with y'all. Man, it's been a struggle. It's been us. I'm sorry. We we said, look at look at look at the OG. We graduated from that. It's been a journey. <laughs> it's been a journey these last couple of weeks, and I really feel like my inner being has allowed me to face a lot of tests. You know, because I'm doing this pod, and I'm spitting all of this is for y'all each week. 
And here I come with the trials and the tribulations. My God. <laughs> It'd be like, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? <laughs> you know? And then it'd be like, oh, wait, you are God, nigga. <laughs> You're God, right? So, you know, I have really been facing the heat these last couple of weeks, and it's been beautiful, baby. I'm still standing. You know, I'm still here, you know, every single week. And it's like do or die. It's like this is what it is. You know, even Lil Nas X. I've referred to Lil Nas X a lot. That young boy. See, certain people, you know, they got it and they're living this way. And it's a natural thing, you know. And he said that he um, he was collecting an award and he said that he would have to be delusional to believe that he was going to be the top this top pop star, rap star, you know, person and go had a number one song right out the gate. He it would have been delusional for him to be on his mom, his sister couch, you know, with nothing, just like thinking those thoughts. It was delusional, you know, and he said, you got to be delusional. You got to be delusional in order for your dreams to become a reality. And that's what it is. You know, I just <laughs> we drinking champagne till we die, baby. You know, we mm, mm. We celebrating, and not only are we celebrating, we celebrating small wins, big wins, large wins. We saying thank you, and we keeping it moving. And every single day we have another opportunity. And every single day we have another opportunity to say thank you. You know, thank you for this journey. Thank you for this opportunity. So, you know, we getting better and better every day. But I don't want y'all to think that I'm not out here in these streets with you, going through it with you, you know? Trust me, I'm, I'm, this is a Law of Attraction podcast for the streets, and we talking about everything from the journey's perspective, and believe me, I'm going through the journey <laughs> right with y'all, you know? So we're going to keep calling things that are not seen as though they are and watch them become seen, baby. That's the go-ahead and affirmation of the week. Uh, man, th- 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 this has been, let me tell you something, man. Some of these news stories are so crazy, bro. These Some of these news stories are so crazy. Y'all know I don't watch the news like that. But some things do, you know, cross my attention while I'm scrolling through YouTube. And this uh, story got my attention by none other than the infamous Nick Cannon. <laughs> the Nickelodeon boss, you know what I'm talking about? Um, Nick Cannon is having his 10th child. (laughs) He's having his 10th child, and a lot of people are upset. So we got to go ahead and talk about it. This is just another installment of Who's to Blame. Yeah, right. Thank you, Big C, for the who's to blame. Uh, Okay, so Nick Cannon is having his 10th child with model Brittany Bell, who he already shares two children with, okay? And uh, sources told Fox Soul's Claudia Jordan uh, that the mother of Cannon's children are cordial. They're respectful for the most part. Um, however, a lot of people have an issue with this. So let's talk about it. All right. Nick Cannon is having his 10th child. He's got a bunch of, uh, of baby's mothers. Okay. Well, Nick Cannon is worth $45 million, according to KeeperFacts.com. Now, 70% of people in the U.S. don't have $1,000 saved in a bank account. 
But Nick Cannon got $45 million is worth. And I don't think, I think that's inaccurate. I think he's worth more than that. Nick Cannon like the black Ryan Seacrest out there. You know what I'm saying? And I'm telling y'all, um, those are not babies' mothers. Those are concubines, okay? Because that motherfucker is a king, all right? If you have $45 million, hell, if you got $10 million, you're doing more than the average bear. You you know, no, you, 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 you cannot judge some somebody for having three, four, five, hella, ten babies, uh, ten babies by different uh, women if th- th- the kids are fucking well taken care of. Oh, so he can't be in the home, you know, as much as a regular poor father. <laughs> oh, oh, God. So sorry that your poor ass father gets to spend all this time with you. But Nick Cannon is out jet sent because he's got five, six different shows. He's fucking doing wild out. He's rapping. Yeah, that's kingdom moves bro you know peasants really shouldn't be commenting about what kings do you get told to do what (laughs) you get told to do you know take your orders from whoever the hell you take your orders from you know and uh, no so Vivica Fox is 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 on this show um this Fox Soul show and she's saying she doesn't like it and the black families the black home needs to have a strong male father figure in the home guys listen I you know I I have to, to to be honest with you nick cannon is not done he's not done you think he's going to stop at 10? eddie murphy got 10 no he wants to tra- he wants to champion he's going to have 13 14 15 kids bro and i'm sorry by all accounts and purposes his mothers are ha- his wives like concubines are happy with the job that he's doing as a father who are you bitch who are you to say that, you know, oh, like, oh, he's, he's not, you know, going to be in his children's life? Come on, man. Like, like, honestly, we need to mind our business. We need to mind our business. And we need to let people live the lives that they want. And if there's something wrong with them kids, they'll be able to, he'll be able to afford therapy for them little kids. Them kids can get therapy if they need. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's not a big deal. Uh, but, yeah, man, shout out to the big homie, Rich, uh, Nick Cannon. I, I really do believe he's stopping at, like, somewhere between 13 and 15. You know, 12. I can see him with 12, like a little, like, black, you know, Lion Judah type, Israelite type situation. Have a tribe for each. Yeah, 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 yeah. We, we, we like that. But, yeah, man, get off this man's dick. Because he, he, he's living the life he wants to live. Are you? I'm so, 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 so happy to have the princess of Broadway Comedy Club and a dear, dear friend of mine, Miss Dina Marie, on the show. Cue the applause. Hi, Stacey. <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> oh, let's not even act like this is not our third. This is like, what, our seventh time trying to get this interview? <laughs> because you are, like, not together. <laughs> When have we? When have I ever been together, though? I mean, well, clearly that's... not. I mean, you're like, oh, I'll be there at two o'clock, and then six fifteen, he comes. God got there. me though. I'm like, God oh. got me though. <laughs> uh, this is reminiscent of our other podcast. Yes, remember our podcast, <laughs> Trans Talk. <laughs> that was fun, wasn't it? Um, I think that was a good thing that we did. This is a law of attraction podcast, okay? And I have got to explain to the audience why it is so important that I have you on this podcast, especially being the fact that you don't even really 
subscribe to law of attraction right like you you've never you've heard about it but yeah i mean it's not like something that i guess i i don't know yeah 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 i mean i guess in some ways well this is my point okay and i made this point on the last episode with the guest is some people don't need like a whole um Bible or directions or instructions, they just naturally live the shit, you know? And I think that's my thing with you is that you naturally live a lot of law of attraction concepts. And, you know, that's part of what I want to talk about today. First off, Dina, you are so special to me. How long have we been friends? Uh, what, since like 2015? Damn! Maybe. Bitches is old. Let's drink to that. Hold up. No. 2015? I think the end of 2015, beginning of 2016. Mm-hmm. We met at a Christmas party for at New York Comedy Club. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's right. And then I would see you around here, and I was like, oh, my. I know him, but I don't know where I don't remember where I met him. You thought I was a dick when you when before you first met well, me. Well, I mean, I don't think I was wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Damn! Touche, yeah. <laughs> Just a little, sometimes. Touche. <laughs> um, yeah, I guess I had a reputation. And then we met and we, I would say we had an instant connection. Well, we say we had an instant connection and we clicked. Well, certainly a lot of other people thought we did. Oh, yeah. Everybody <laughs> thought we were romantically involved. My God. Forever. Yeah, for a long time. Even when I had got a boyfriend, they still thought we were Yeah, still yeah, I'm yeah. Like, what? Yeah, we have chemistry. Um, we have chemistry. We became really good friends in the comedy scene. You, of course, uh, I coined the name um, Princess of Broadway Comedy Club. Yes, you did. You made that hashtag. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you are the daughter of Al Martin, who is the owner of Broadway, Broadway Comedy, Comedy Club, Club, which is a legendary club here in New York City. Mm-hmm. And um, you, uh, I guess, at that point in 2015, would you say that was a good time of life for you? Or um, um, not? <laughs> I guess it was a mixture of both, I would say, mm-hmm. right? I mean, I was living my truth. Like, you know, I had, in the beginning of 2015, I guess I, that's when I started hormones. Right. I mean, I had already been living as a woman full time yeah. since like 2012, but I actually started hormones in like 2015. Right. And I met you at the very beginning of your transition. And I'm going to be honest, um, it was crazy. Baby, it was crazy. (laughs) We've been through so much. Yeah, I mean. Yeah. I've come a long way. (laughs) Yeah. I think. Yeah. Can, can, Can you talk to me? Talk to us. What is it like to be born however you're born and feel in your mind or feeling your body or just feel that you are meant for something different or, or like, can you just honestly, cause we've, we talked about it. We had our podcast trans talk, which we'll get to, yeah. but like, like, honestly, like, what is it like from your perspective? 
Um, it can be hard, you know, like especially with society, like not everybody understands or right. accepts it and, you know, I was lucky to have supportive people behind me, but not everybody is lucky enough to have that. Right. So you'll get stares and you'll get people saying stuff and, you know, I've had people that would stand up for me and like, you know, curse people out because they weren't going to like stand by and like have that happen. But One of the most know. touching things, I'll never forget this. I will never forget this moment. Okay. We were walking down the street. We were walking down the street. Were we? We were walking down the street. <laughs> <laughs> and this is when, you know, within early on of us meeting and I remember people staring at you. And I felt, I, I felt something. I felt like, oh my God, everybody is staring at us, right? And I asked you, what, how do you deal with this? How do you deal with people staring at? And you said, I just tell myself that uh, they all are staring at me because I'm so beautiful. <laughs> do you remember this? I think I do. You just said, I just tell, you know. And now look, now they are. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And and listen, let's be, and, and I just feel so good because it's such a dear friend. I feel like we can talk about this. I think you are a drop. You're just a dropout to me. You just, I just think that you're gorgeous. I just think you're so beautiful. And I felt that you were beautiful even back then. I really did. And I think I always used to tell you that you're beautiful. You did. You always tell me that. And yet, before you became this person that you are, you, yeah, you, you, you didn't, you know, you hadn't, the hormones hadn't done what they've done now, you know, and you didn't have all the makeup and the hair and you were still figuring things out. I mean, honestly. Or the surgery. Or the surgeries. <laughs> you didn't have any of that stuff yet yeah. in your mind you saw yourself as a beautiful woman, Yeah, you know? And it's so funny, cause I'm sure that there are people out there who would say, oh, well, trans people are delusional. And, it, and in a way, that is what law of attraction is. Like if you take up this manifestation concepts, you have to be a delusional person to really believe that you are the person that you see in your dreams. Yeah, I mean, I, I really almost feel like trans people are like the best examples of how to manifest. <laughs> Honestly, because the whole world tells you, oh, well, you were born with these genetics. You were born with this. So that makes you a man or this makes you a woman or the world says what the world says about you. And you say, well, I feel like this. And yet you feel it, you feel it. And then things happen and voila. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, am I like, honestly, is I that. I see what you're saying about Do you see that. what I'm saying? Yeah, I didn't see it at first, but now I can see it. E even Lil Nas X, when he was accepting one of his awards, he said, you know, people call me delusional. And like to be a little gay black dude, who, you know, who doesn't have any type of hits or anything like that. And I see myself as, you know, this worldwide rapper. I had to be delusional. 
And I kind of feel like that's for all our dreams. We have to be delusional to really believe that we can do the things we want in this world. Yeah, I mean, you know, no, but you have to believe in yourself and, you know, either fake it till you make it or like whatever it is, you know, you have to believe in yourself and push yourself to be that because, you know, if you're not positive and you're not rooting yourself on, then like who is? Baby, when you, let's take, go back again to like 2012. Let, let's go even further back, okay? You've been through heartache, even with abusive like relationships. I yeah. mean, honestly, right? How do you keep the faith and how do you keep the dream of who you are when you're going through such rough times? Um, well, you know, I know who I am. I know who I want to be. I know what I want for my life. I mean, it also helps that I have good friends and supportive people around me that, like, I can talk to and can help me through situations. And, yeah, but I'm not going to sit here and say it was always easy because, you know, it's hard. It's hard to, like, do that and keep, like, facing these challenges, like, every day. Right. But you have to push through. You have to just be positive and... As hard as it as it is, like that's just what you have to do. Um, what advice would you give to your younger self before you transitioned? You know, whoever you were. Let's let's go back to like let's say 2011, even before you started living as a woman. You knew in your mind that you wanted to be. To yeah, I mean, even before I started living as a woman, I was like super androgynous. Like I was always like on the line. Right. You know? Right. Um, what advice would you give to that person? That I androgynous? would say just never give up. Always keep pushing. Always keep going. Don't listen to the haters. Don't listen to the negative people. Like drown all of that out. Mm-hmm. Just have a vision of who you want to be, who you see yourself are, and just every day, just keep waking up and like pushing towards that. Mm. Um. <clears throat> Around 2000, it might have been 17, I think, maybe 2017, we decided that we were going to do a podcast because... We started it in uh, December of 2016. We just started in December 2016, uh, a podcast called Trans Talk, which is still up, by the way, on all streaming platforms. (laughs) Uh, The page on Facebook still, because I get notifications that like... People people are liking it, people are liking it. Yeah, it was legendary at the time because at the time in 2016, I think... Um, what's her name? The black trans chick. Um, Laverne Cox was just on like Time Magazine. It, I remember it was like the tipping point or something yeah, like that. Yes. And it was a hot button topic. You know, mm-hmm. just trans, well, trans. Trans stuff is always hot. Trans is always on the forefront of civil rights. We're the villains of the Republican Party. <laughs> 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 the villains of the Republican Party, indeed. Conservatives just think you are like the reason for, I don't know, the, the oh my apocalypse. God. My oh goodness. My goodness. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. And they let that bastard run the country. <laughs> <laughs> so we had this podcast. We had this podcast, and it was groundbreaking. Okay. And then we, we got so much feedback about it. And during the time, you were, like, in the midst of your transition. Like, 
you were right on the midst of like, you know, consultations for surgeries and and you know so it was a limited series we only did 20 episodes and i always say we stopped because you um were feeling a little pressure about you know being in the public eye with a lot of this stuff would you say that that's true or what what would you say I mean, I think there was a lot going on. I mean, I had just started my relationship with James right. and, you know, the transition and the working here. And right. At that point, I was still managing nights here. Like, so it was like hard, like scheduling and finding times. You were going through a lot. Film and then be here until two in the morning. Like, yeah, it was a lot of stuff. And people ask me all the time, like, why'd you stop? And people ask me too. And like, we stopped. With that big show at Caroline's. Right. Like that was like a really, really great show. And I felt like on that stage, you that was came fun. Alive. I really fucking loved that alive. in front of like the hundred and something people. I fucking like loved it. Like I was I, supposed I literally, to be up there. Within the span of six months, I saw just gentle, gentle spirit who barely talked, you know, who was super shy. And then we did a big show at Caroline's and you, your personality just came alive. Yeah. Yeah. I felt it too. It was like so like exhilarating to be up there. And then we stopped it and people were like, why did you stop it? Like yeah. that, like you were at like a high point of it. Right. I, I actually think the real reason we stopped was because of me. And this is where the law of attraction stuff comes in. You know, I feel like I was in a position where if I was in the right frame of mind we we more than likely would have continued yeah i i, I feel i well, feel you like, had like another 17 podcasts after that i know podcast is kind of what we do <laughs> we do we're gonna try to keep a podcast going without quitting eventually right you know uh <laughs> one of them will stick. yeah one of these uh mother efforts will will finally stick um yeah what would you say would you say that your personality has kind of developed since that? Since oh, that yeah. Caroline? I mean, I think I'm like a much more confident person. Yeah. Um, I think the surgeries that I've had, like, have definitely helped a lot. Right. Definitely uh, game changing. Game changing with the surgeries. So, so you're starting to feel like your external environment matches. My in internal environment. What you felt about yourself on the inside all these all these times. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, and people react to you, you know. Differently. I get looks and stuff now, but it's like different looks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The looks are different now. It's like, wow. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, your, you talk about your um, support system. Everyone does not have a support system. No. Yeah. What do you say to people who don't have the support system that you had? Especially when they're going after their dreams or they've, they're trying to manifest big stuff in their life. Like, what do you say to those people, honestly? Well, it's definitely hard not to have a support system. I can't imagine going through it without it. Mm -hmm. um, you just have to find those people like wherever you can. Right. Like, even if you can't have them next to you, connect with people online, find people online that like inspire you, mm -hmm. follow them. Okay. You know? So follow people that inspire you. Who are some of the people that have inspired, inspired you when you were at your like darkest and lowest moments? I'm, we're getting deep. 
We're asking, like, you you didn't, I don't think you expected all this, but no, seriously, like, because you follow people online and who are just people that, like, really have inspired you when you were, like, really going through it? Well, a lot of uh, trans people uh, have inspired me, like Laverne Cox, for sure, Carmen Carrera. Laverne Cox, Carmen Carrera. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I mean, there's just, like, countless of them. Like, like who? Who else? <laughs> Yeah. Don't put me on this spot. I know uh, Carmen Carrera. She's a, she's another knockout. <laughs> we love Carmen Carrera. Shout out to you, baby. I even made a song <laughs> that included both of you guys that, I that dropped both of your names. Um, Laverne Cox. Okay, oh my so God, there's just like so many. And like it doesn't people. even have to be like famous people. You can just see people that are out there like living their truth, like you see it. And mm-hmm. you just have to put that into reality. Right. You can just never, ever, ever let anybody, like, dim your light. Never let anybody get you down, like, as hard as it, as hard as it is. Like, everybody's going to have down days, but never let anybody stop you from getting to where you want to be. You right. Um, you mentioned the Republican Party. Your father. Okay, well, let's <laughs> I don't want to do that. Your father is a Republican. I don't want to do that. I know that you don't want to do it, but it's just a simple question. We're not going to ask anything crazy. Your father is a Republican. He's, he's very supportive of me, though. So. He has been incredibly supportive. Yeah, well, you know. Yeah. You are his his baby. And I remember him even saying, because we've had him on Trans Talk, you know, he, he supported you even before. He has his reasons. He's not a Republican, like, uh, for social issues. Right. More fiscal. Yeah, and then, like, I understand his reasonings for that because he has a lot of bills to pay, a lot of people to take care of, and, you know, it's, yeah. We had an episode where... He was on the show. Where Al was on the show. (laughs) (laughs) And you finally kind of let loose. Like, that was another groundbreaking moment because I remember you really letting loose on Trump and why Trump, you know, we were asking, like, Al, how could you support Trump? knowing that your own daughter is transgender. And he was like, well, I don't get, you know, what Trump does that's so bad or whatever he was saying. And you fucking, you well, ripped. Says, like bad stuff. Bad. You like, ripped it. Yeah. <clears throat> Do you still get along with your dad? Yeah, we get day? along much better now. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you think that happens that as you come into your truth, people accept you for what you are regardless? Not everybody will. Okay. Not everybody will accept you. And you but keep... that's fine. Yeah. You're not for everybody. Right. <laughs> Just say that. You're not for everybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The people that you're for, the people that get you, then they're the people that will be there. Right. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. And there's no harm in cutting people off. Oh, would you say even friends and family? If, yeah, if they're not supporting you and... You know, yes, definitely. I would have to agree with that. You know, like if you have a dream in mind and this, you know for a fact this is who you are, this is who you're meant to be, and even your own mother, <laughs> even your own I mother. I say that if people are causing you pain and they're not contributing to your growth, and it is perfectly okay to limit their access to you. Love you, ma. <laughs> Got to go, baby. <laughs> Got to go. Okay, can't be on a phone, cannot, you know, and man, it's so crazy because I actually even sold this to a a friend yesterday who I who I do love and adore and respect and see so good. But they're kind of like a little negative Nancy. 
You know, they are. It's like everything is just negative, negative. And you think I'm fit to have that? Like I thought you were joking yesterday when you did that. No, I'm serious. It's like, you know, sometimes you have friends and family in your life who are just, whether it's vibrating, they're not vibrating at the level you are, or they're constantly like a Debbie Downer. Bruh, deuces gotta go. You know, like you can't just allow them to keep on... Um, you know, affecting you in that negative, negative way. Where do you see yourself um, going, you know, in the future? Like what's, I don't want to say what's next for Dina Marie, but you manifested this. I did. You manifested this. What are, are, are like, if are there other things in your life that you want to manifest? Do you mean physically or do you mean? A- like- a- anything in your life. Like right now here, we're on this planet earth. What else do you want to see for yourself? I don't really know. I just want to keep going on my journey and keep inspiring people. That's all. I have consultations for other surgeries, and we'll see. Yeah. That's great. Um, I want to leave off, um, you know, on a note. Um, We have, uh, how how can I say this? Um, Dina has taught me something that... I will say that it has been a work in progress for me, you know, and that is uh, friends and family. Okay. Oh, yeah. You would never talk to anybody about yeah. anything. And I had to tell you, like, yeah. who, how do you get through this stuff if you yeah. don't let anybody in? Yeah. And I had to be like, JC, come over, like, smoke a little, like, yeah. and we had some really good times just we sitting had times. and talking through stuff. We had a group. It would be me, Dina, Janice Massetti, uh, another comedian, uh, Jeff Mano, who is um, a singer, you know, in New York. And we had a nice friendship circle. And I just, you know, in my mind, it was always like, you know, solo, solo, solo. You know, I'm here by myself. But you taught me the concept of, of family. Man. Yeah, you can't get through it without it. And and not only and that, forgiveness. It has to be blood. It's somebody that you're born into. You could make your own family. You choose the people that you want to be around. You choose the people that bring you light and joy and happiness and laughter. People that are honest with you and like tell you things you don't want to hear. But, right. But it's for your own good, you know. Yeah, and, and forgiveness. Yeah. Yeah, because you had some knockdown, drag out fights with. Our mutual friends, some of our mutual friends, and yet you you end up talking to them again. And I don't, I, I haven't always been the greatest with that. Usually, because I'll be ready to day, cut somebody off. The people that you chose and the people that mean something to you and have been there with you through like hard times and been there with you through good times, bad times, whatever. Like that's not something that you should just throw away easily. It's something right. that you should work through because, yeah, you know. Yeah. And on that note, I am a work in progress. <laughs> yes, we are. We all are every day a work in progress. And I am manifesting one of my um, affirmations that uh, I say on a daily basis is I'm so happy now that my friends and family love and adore me. You know, and <laughs> I know, I know that sounds a little bit um, self-aggrandizing, maybe. It sounds very much like you. <laughs> but, but friends and family and community is, 
important to me. And it wasn't always, you know, and you were, you played a major factor in that. So thank you. I'm glad I could do that for you. Thank you. (laughs) Um, This has been another amazing episode of Blame the Victim. So, so happy to have had uh, my special guest, Dina Marie. Martin, where can people find you, follow you, all of that good stuff? Well, you can find me on Instagram at Fabulous Dina Marie and yeah, Facebook Dina Marie Martin, YouTube Dina Marie Martin. Or four or five days a week at the... At the Broadway Comedy Club. In New York City. Yeah. All right. I've been JC. This has been another great episode. We will be back next week. Bye. Law of Attraction podcast for the streets. <laughs> <laughs>